Hello, Mistwalkers. Welcome to Tales from the Mist, a gothic horror series set in the demi-plains of dread, Ravenloft. The episode you're about to listen to originally aired as a live stream on twitch.tv slash dnd. Although our podcast editor, Celeste Konowich, worked some true magic, our audio in season one is not ideal for podcast. But keep listening. We promise it gets better. In the meantime, let's meet our unfortunate cast. I'm TK Johnson, the Dungeon Master for Tales from the Mists. You can find me on Twitter at TKJoinsTheFray, or at my website, TKJWrites.com. I'm Lisa Penrose, and I play your heart of the party, Mercy Albrecht, the Tiefling Storm Sorcerer. You can find me at MercifulDM on Twitter, uh, that's Merciful with a Y, or at LisaPenrose.com. Lisa, also spelled with a Y. Hi, my name is Kayla Klein. I play Vosley, your artificer slash wizard slash mad scientist. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at K-A-Y-N-C-L-I and my website, KaylaKlein.com. I'm Ashley Warren and I play Constantina of Shalomov, the Vistana Bard from Barovia. I'm an author and narrative designer and you can find all my work at AshleyWarrenWrites.com. My name is Hadil, and I play your favorite warlock with too many secrets, Vargas Blackstone. You can find me online in all forms of social media at TwittySuch, T-W-I-T-T-Y-S-U-C-H. This episode also features special guests Hannah Rose as Pandora Zetane and Jessica Ross as Nikolai Locke. Find them as at WildRoseMage and at WriteJessR on Twitter, respectively. Now, make sure your candles are lit and your door is locked. It's time for episode one, Run with the Hunted. Hello. Good evening, Mistwalkers. Welcome to the first episode of Tales from the Mists. It's a spooky campaign set in the Domains of Dread. This is not a typical campaign. We have a rotating cast, which means we have four anchor members, uh, Lisa, Kayla, Hadil, and Ashley. And then every four episodes, we will switch off with our two rotating cast members, which means that we will have two different guests on episode five. Um, whether that means that they were lost to the mists, lost to time, lost to uh, gruesome Ravenloft death, it's really up for them to decide. I'm just the dungeon master. Uh, similarly, this is not a typical Ravenloft campaign. We are uh, a little far from Barovia um, or any domains that you might think of off the top of your head. Instead, we are journeying to Kartakis, far to the south. Uh, to the land of lycanthropes and a dark lord with a, uh, a penchant for hunting. Without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. And we will get started with Vasily. Vasily, your adventure begins with running through the forest, heart pounding and lanterns swaying. You can hear the men behind you cursing and calling your names. There is a sound of a crossbow bolt whizzing past your ear, and the baying of hounds is scattering birds that are sleeping in the dead branches of twisted trees. For a moment, it is as though your mind leaves your body, and you are watching four people race through the woods, fearful and frenzied. Mercy's hair is a tangled mass of white behind her, floating in the wind like a cloud. 
Constantina's riding boots are pounding like a drum under your ribcage, even though you can't see her leap a thornbush in one fluid stride. Vargas's breath is labored but steady, and a flash of moonlight catches on the jeweled head of his cane sword as he rushes past. Vasily, your adventure begins with a hunt through the forest, and you are the prey. Oh God! This, I just I like turned to Mercy and I'm like I I I blame you. I blame you for this. And we're just like running, I running this time. You you picked up these people. You, you're doing. You did this to me. I blame you. I always. This is your fault. What's going to happen next? Where are we supposed to go? Constantina is innocent. We did the right thing. And we don't see Constantina because I believe when we last left off, she was invisible. So Mercy just kind of calls into the dark forest, Constantina, stay safe. Um, And I run past Vargas and I say, Vargas, I think you have something you need to tell us. And then I tackle Vasily uh, (sighs) while I twin cast Levitate and kind of spiral us up into the air, into the branches of the trees. Okay, absolutely. Uh, Vargas, when Mercy comes to you, runs past you and says, we need to talk, essentially, and then poosh, with a, a burst of static, shoots up into the sky with her friend Vasily. What do you do? It's no time to talk about this now. I continue running. Mm-hmm. Don't have levitate, that's for sure. Is there... How close are our chasers? Um, you got a head start on them, and one of you is invisible. So I'd say, given these woods that you are not familiar with, but neither are they, uh, probably about 100 feet back. But they do have hounds, and they do have lanterns, neither of which do you have. Let's see. I would like to use, since they have hounds, I want to try and use Minor Illusion to throw them off the scent. So maybe, well, it looks like sound or image. So... I would like to create a sound if they're about 100 feet back Mm -hmm. off to the opposite side of wherever it is that we are. Like, I want to send them in another direction. Uh, So I'll make sounds of running feet and cracking branches. Okay, absolutely. Go ahead and when you do cast that, give me a deception to hide your own footsteps from when you're running to make those louder. That is going to be a 26. Oh, yeah. You absolutely nail it. And you hear the baying of hounds as their their paws off into the distance through these dead leaves and uh, and into the forest deeper, uh, probably perpendicular to you. So instead of right behind you, now it is running away from you. And they, they run at a full lope. So they have they've caught wind of something. And they believe it is you, and they believe it with all of their little hound hearts. You can you can hear the search party begin to split off. Do I have any sense of where Constantina might be? Constantina, where are you? I am with the group still. She is going to try to cast message at Mercy. Okay. Um, and wants to just say, um, "I'm sorry. I don't. I don't know." What's happening, but maybe we should split up. And Mercy, I feel like she's probably like holding hands with Vasily and they're just like, 
open hands and spiraling through the air chaotically. Oh, I, I feel like maybe Mercy intended that they hold hands, but Vosley is actually like clinging to her like a monkey and is like, <laughs> I've asked you so many times not to do this. I don't like heights. And she's just trying to like keep that composure, but she's like death gripped onto you. Um, and then Mercy gets the message and looks down and sees that Constantina pops into view, no longer invisible. And she'll just go, oh no, and lets go of Astley, um, and starts levitating back down to Constantina. Mm. She's just, uh, am I able to grab a branch or something? Yeah, yeah. Um, how close are you to a branch? This is your choice. I am giving you the D, I'm giving you a choice as the DM saying, hey, how close are you to a branch? Do you so want to roll for this? To yeah. the perfect branch. Yeah. The Give perfect me... branch. The perfect branch. <laughs> uh, were you me. were you spiraling when she left? Did she did you just Yeah, like... I feel like would would you leaving kind of send me into like that anti-grav spiral or something? Yeah, you probably start like floating in the opposite direction <laughs> and like push perfect. off of you. Uh gimme give gimme give uh um athletics will do a low DC on this. Are you kidding Tell me? Tell me if it's under ten. I can almost guarantee you. All right, let's see. It's under ten. Good start. You you catch a branch, not with your hands. <laughs> with your torso. Oh well, do I like wrap around it? Yeah, it's very yeah. comedic. Nobody can see, but it is very comedic. I'm I'm very just very angry the whole time. Just very disgruntled. I'm having a great time. <laughs> I've landed on the ground, and I'm like, Constantina, are you okay? Did you- did you hurt? Did you trip on anything? And I'm like, kind of touching your hair and making sure it's like not fussed as vastly like collides into a tree. Um, well, I didn't realize that uh, casting a spell would uh, remove my cloak of invisibility. So um, I think that we should uh, keep running until we can find a place to hide. And I'm assuming we see that they have started to go in another direction thanks to absolutely. Uh, are they still within? I mean, if they if they can hear us talking, I feel like we're not we're not. I guess we're technically in the woods, but we're not out of the woods yet. Yeah, they were about a hundred feet behind you. I unless you are talking at the volume that I am speaking at now, which I will I will give you the choice if you believe that that is the case. I noticed you have an AC eleven. Rude. <laughs> if you are talking at this volume, <laughs> they will notice. If you are whispering, they will not notice. I think I'm talking in like a, a loud whisper. Because I'm a little panicked. Then you're probably fine. There was a pretty high deception roll. Well, Vasily from up in the trees, like, yeah, real glad Constantina's okay. Dang, okay. Well, Vasily's right. I don't, I didn't mean to drag you into whatever this is. I think um, maybe it's best for uh, Mercy and I to go on our own way and um, we can meet up with the rest of you. Uh, Mercy quickly takes Constantina's hand and says, Yes, that, that, that would be okay. That would be fine. Yeah. You, are you okay in, in C tree, Vasily? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm perfectly fine up here for the rest of my life. That's good. Where'd Freddy's go? Yeah, where I, is Oh, I'm... My steward has hiding. I, if that's what you wish, I I wouldn't want to impose. Oh, Vargas, you can go and get my accordion. I left it at the tavern. So uh, this is perfect. So Mercy and I will go on to um, uh, whatever there is a safe place to go, and uh, we'll meet up with you later. That sounds... I would be delighted to help you with your accordion. I will 
I will absolutely get it for you. Of course I will. And I guess I'll just die. Whatever, you know, whatever you feel like doing. I'm not the boss of you, so. Mercy walks to the base of the tree and, like, just looks up and waves. Vasily, like, crosses her arms and is, like, hanging over the (laughs) branch with her arms crossed. She's very mad. And we will will meet back at Sea Tavern? If I'm not dead by then. Well, we don't have to leave until you come down from the tree, so... um... No, I'm fine up here. Okay. Um... Vasily, jump! I will let you down. She just, she kind of shifts her weight, so she just falls forward out of the branch, still with her arms crossed. And Mercy, like, carefully floats her down to the ground. Now, the rest of you, you do remember taking a carriage ride out here, and it was probably about three hours by carriage to get from the town to the farm. So, if that's going to affect your plans at all... Is kind of far. Are you okay walking three hours, Vargis? Do I have a choice? We could maybe find somewhere to hide, um, a cave, until the dogs go away. Well, um, wait, what is your plan for me exactly? Am I supposed to go with this strange man we just met somewhere? I don't know. This all happened very quickly. Well, clearly you're abandoning me for this new friend of yours. So am I supposed to go with this strange man? Is he my new best friend? Vasily, let's pause. Let's unpack these. You seem upset. Ugh. I'm tired of unpacking things. And she just starts walking away. <laughs> she just like... Quick question. Hadil, what's that duration on Minor Illusion? One minute. <laughs> <laughs> you have 30 seconds to, dis- to decide before uh, the sounds of people running through the forest disappears and those dogs catch you again. Well, I will... Listen, they're they're only going to be running in the wrong direction for so long. I think we should attempt to hide. We're not going to make it back alive and to the town. It, it'll take forever, and I don't want to run for three right. hours. That sounds awful. Vardis is absolutely right. And Mercy raises her hand, and Vasily goes flying back up into the tree. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then first Mercy will grab Constantina and levitate herself up, and then she'll cut, float back down and get Vargas and levitate him up so we can all hide in the branches. So all four of you are now in the branches? Excellent. From how far would you say up you are up? Mm, 20 feet. 20 feet? 20 feet is still enough. Um, it's late autumn. Uh, most of the leaves have shed from the trees. And you can see between these twisted, gnarled branches that you have been running almost parallel to the river. And not even half a mile beyond these trees is a regular uh, river harbor, complete with docks and rowboats. Does anyone know how to, to use the boats? Maybe we could go down and see river? I do not, but I agree with your plan. Of course you do. I mean, it can't be too terribly complicated. It's a boat. Agreed. Um, then Mercy... Oh, not everyone can levitate. Mercy will start by pushing off the tree and then just kind of floating between branches towards the river, and she'll turn around at the two people that she's just, like, left stranded 20 feet up in the air. Um, and then instead she'll come back and she'll lower them uh, so that we can kind of sneak to the river. And then I'll lower Vasily as well. Absolutely. Um, who wants to... I'm, I'm going to need a very quick um, marching order. I'll go first. It's the chivalrous thing to do. Vasily will go second. And Mercy will take up the rear. 
I'll be with near, near Mercy. All right. So the person in front, I want you to make a survival check to navigate your way through the forest. I know that you do have night vision, so your DC is low. Okay. 16. Yeah, that's fine. You okay. you can navigate pretty easily. You don't get turned around or anything. It's only about half a mile. I would like everybody else in the group to make stealth checks, though, as your 30 seconds are up. You can hear the make bang. One as well? uh, yeah, I'll go ahead and have you make one as well. Um, 21. 21? 16. Okay. 15. Okay. 11. Ooh, Constantina. I know. <laughs> Bringing up, bringing up the rear, <laughs> and as you as you uh, trail after Mercy, you try to avoid stepping on the backs of her skirts, which are starting to drag with all of the mud and muck and wetness, mm-hmm. uh, the dampness of this very chilly autumn night. And as you try to avoid stepping on your new friend's gown, you put your foot through a rotten log. And you take a couple extra moments to extricate yourself, but it's just enough to hear the distant growling and baying of hounds as they start to gain on you. You would say that the hounds have been le- left from their leashes and they are running free just thuk, 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 through the forest. Oh no, everything terrible is Magic. happening! <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you would say they're probably about 40 feet behind you. Oh, that's close. Okay, we need to get out of here as quickly as possible. Mercy's gonna book it. Is everybody else booking it, or yes? Everybody else is gonna stand still in the forest. All right, all right. Run, run, run! And as you are, you're bursting through the forest. You're you're leaping over underbrush, and you're just scattering all of these these fireflies and uh, birds. Just like erupt in your wake as you burst through the forest wall and you see that this dock this sort of ramshackle dock of old watery wood and uh there's a smell of it's strange to think that there is a smell of brine in a freshwater river but you can see these boats just sort of drifting with just little weathered ropes to them and you see two figures beside one of the rowboats and you see an enormous wall of mist on the other side of the river. Now, one of these figures beside one of the rowboats, and they're probably about 150 feet ahead of you as you burst at full speed through this forest, is uh, clad completely in armor. And what does Pandora see when Vargas bursts through the forest? (laughs) Um, So... um... I'd like to imagine that, like, even though Vargas is beating Cheeks, he's still trying to, like, have some sort of composure about it. So as he, like, bursts through, you see uh, his hair that's normally tied in, like, a silk ribbon. Some of it has, like, fallen in front of his face. His very fine clothes are, like, covered in mud and leaves, and he hasn't seemed to notice yet. And he is wild-eyed with, like, fear and trepidation, and he is, like kind of like looking over his shoulder but not for his companions he just doesn't want to be caught fair and after vargas vasily bursts through the forest and what is kayla what does pandora see when vasily bursts through the forest after vargas at first glance probably looks like a normal human woman but then you see that there's kind of these raggly fungal looking horns and different markings and ridges on her face and you can see as she looks up that she has just solid black eyes 
So you can kind of pick up that she's a tiefling. She's got very long black hair and she's wearing all black and looks pretty well kept, but is also very scraggle, scraggly from running through the forest. And she also looks very angry and she keeps like side glancing angrily at the Vistani woman that possibly might be coming out next. <laughs> okay. There are a couple of moments and then uh, Mercy bursts out after. What does Mercy look like? Um, Mercy probably trips forward out of the edge of the forest. Um, and at first it looks like maybe there's a ghost. She is like ghostly white with white hair that's, I guess, in a mess now, apparently, TK. Um, and she has this large horn coming, uh, singular horn coming out of her forehead that arches back, uh, sort of like a crescent moon or a scythe. Uh, and she is wearing all scarlet red, uh, like blood on snow, except for her right hand that has this silver metal gauntlet on it. Um, and as soon as she sees you, uh, she sort of immediately stops and kind of holds out her hands to sort of hold back vastly. I mean, I like ran a little bit in front of you. Um, and Constantina, who she's expecting to burst out of the forest next. Constantina does in fact burst out of the forest next with um, dogs not too far behind her as they have a faster run speed. And it is with the this howling on her heels that you see this final person burst forward. Constantino, what does Pandora see? So uh, she sees um, a woman with a very thick kind of unruly hair that's bound into a braid. There's lots of um, twigs and forest debris like stuck in it. Uh, she wears a, um, a jacket that has uh, like asymmetrical buttons on it and um, trousers and boots that go up to her knee. And she has a bunch of different color scarves uh, tied around her waist. And um, her clothes at first look look nice and put together, but they're kind of, some of the hems are kind of starting to fray. And then she has um, an instrument case that's tightly strapped to her, to her back. And she is quite, she's very wide-eyed and looking very frightened at the moment as she looks over her shoulder. And the four of you burst out of the forest lining and you're about 150 feet away from this rowboat where a woman in armor and a sort of hunch crone are standing uh, side by side. Pandora, how long have you been waiting beside the river? I've been waiting about 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. And uh, what are you doing there with that crone? I am talking with her, trying to get information. People, people like this are the best, best informants sometimes. They see everything, but no one takes notice of them. So I'm here trying to meet a contact and hunt down a vampire. And I want to know what, what rumors are going on in this area. Yeah. And she did, she has been telling you all manners of rumors. She's, well, um, my granddaughter will be here soon to lead you across the mists, but I haven't heard of any, if any vampires in these parts, probably, probably further south. And, uh, and as they burst from the forest, she'll, her, her cloudy eyes will sort of trail along the the ground and there's my granddaughter now and i look at these newcomers with surprise and not a little bit of of trepidation these haggard or tattered people running out of the forest possibly being hunted by something rude yeah you can in fact hear <laughs> the baying of hounds further in the forest let's see i would like to use my divine sense to detect good and evil so that as they approach, I can tell if they are fiends or undead. 
yeah, absolutely. Hold it for when they get within 60 feet of you. And, uh, and the little Vistani crone will, uh, with trembling, um, hands upon her walking stick, she will beckon to the four of you. Come, come, we don't have much time. Which one's your granddaughter? The Vistani. Do I recognize this woman? Make me a perception check. Do you have night vision? Nope. Ooh, that's gonna be high. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> what'd you uh what'd you get there? Well I rolled pretty bad. Uh nine. Uh she's Vistani. She could be any Vistani old woman. Okay. Well that's that's good. She's not your clan. Okay. Interesting. So I'm running toward her. Okay. How about everyone else? Constantina probably like hits my arm that I was holding out uh, as she runs forward. But I, we also hear, like, the dogs are 40 feet away, you said. Oh, so yeah, they were 40 they're, feet they're, behind Constantina. So. Yeah, they're closer. Than, yeah, I'm, I'm going to also run towards them. I'd say you have one round to... Yeah, I'm running. <laughs> I'm going to use my action to dash. Yeah, make it. Okay, as as soon as she gets within 60 feet with that with that dash... You you pick up the smell of sulfur. It's definitely the hells. Uh, and she shimmers with a red glow that seems to burn her movements into your minds. It's almost as though she's moving in sort of a slow motion as your divine sense zeroes in on this uh, infernal tiefling. But not undead. So. But not undead. You're being hunted. By whom? We don't know. As, as the people in, in the village, they had spiders living in their heads. I know, I know this sounds crazy. The old spider living in the head story again, but we need to get to the boats and there's not much time. There are dogs following us. All right. Get in the boat and Pandora is going to walk forward to the end of the dock and unsheath her sword. Oh. What about the rest of you? The other I was getting in that boat. <laughs> uh, as Vargas passes you to get into the boat, you don't sense anything undead or fiendish about him. There's a sort of like a shimmer in the air when he passes you by that lingers and sends goosebumps up your arms, but that could mean anything. It's not undead. It's not fiendish. Is everyone getting in the boat? Vasily um, standing there with her arms crossed. Like, I guess this is the end for me because I just can't do this anymore. Mercy is going to walk up to Vasily, run back to Vasily, and just say, what are you doing? We don't have much time. Oh, I, st- I didn't think you cared anymore. You don't think I care. No. I'm gonna, I think Levitate has, in, we're run. this has all happened really fast, so I think Levitate oh, is yeah. still going. I'm gonna levitate Vasily and just push her towards the boat. Yeah, she's just stiff with her arms crossed, yeah. so she probably just like flips. <laughs> she's like a grumpy balloon. Yeah, I'm yeah. <laughs> like dragging her over to the boat and just grumbling, since I don't care. And then I just like drop you back into the boat. When Vasily passes in. you, Pandora, there is, there's like, since like a, a gnawing, hungry hole in the pit of your stomach. Her aura is black and it is chaotic. Uh, it is all consuming. This is also a tiefling, but not the orderly, lawful, infernal tiefling. But not undead. If it ain't undead, Pandora don't care. Yeah, she's like, this, this is fine. This is fine. <laughs> this is probably fine. <laughs> she's like, oh, they're having a lover's quarrel. That's so cute. It's very sweet. <laughs> Constantina? I am booking it for the boat, but I want to, like, pat the old crone on the shoulder and say, um, thank you. It is good to see another Vistana. 
one large hunting dog bursts from the foliage Pandora. I'm going to give you one swing at it as Constantina is talking to the crone. So go ahead and roll me a d20. All right. Pandora is carrying a long sword that shimmers just a little bit with the light reflecting oh. off the water. Absolutely. And I rolled a nat one. Mm. Oh. oh, she looked so impressive. It looked really cool. <laughs> Can um, while she's she's like readying her sword, am I able to like reach out to Constantina, like to like it, maybe if I'm still within reach, like pull her away from the dog? Give me athletics. Uh, sixteen. Yeah, you okay. can do that. I will. Um, like grab her and like bodily pull her in to the boat that I'm in. So you you bodily pull her. The dog leaps for Pandora's throat. Pandora is unable to get her sword into or across the dog, and the dog is unable to find purchase for its fangs in Pandora because of her heavy armor. So mm. it just they just bounce off of each other and start to sort of square up and like the dog is now circling you and there are a few more dogs like coming out of the forest edge. Constantina, the crone sets her gnarled hand on your shoulder and for a moment you get this this second of recognition and she says, "I am so sorry. I didn't want it to be you." And she starts to unravel the rope on the boat, Pandora. She's doing it pretty slowly. Um with your warrior's instinct, you can hear the boat starting to rock with people in it. Would you rather fight the dog or would you rather get in the boat? Oh, I'll get in the boat. Yeah, I'm gonna just, the dog just kind of bounced off me and Pandora puts her arm up and shoves it away. As you are, she's she's unraveling the last knot of this rope and she puts both hands on the side of the boat. She pushes it and she tells Constantina, light the lantern. And the rowboat pushes away from the dock as these dogs descend upon her. <gasps> Oh, uh, oh! We we left the the lady on the shore. Marcus is just like, <laughs> oops! <laughs> I thought she was getting in. I did too. Does it look like there's any hope? She's a very old woman, and there's about four <laughs> or five of those dogs, so she's gone. Ooh. Okay. Mercy kind of shrieks and clings to Vasily. Vasily just is still just with her arms crossed and she just won't look at Mercy. She's just looking really well. Would probably be a waste to cast like speak to un- uh, speak to dead and be like, hey, are you mad at us for this? <laughs> are you okay? Are you okay? <laughs> is there a guy family I can <laughs> anyone we can notify? Yeah. <laughs> Please don't haunt this dock, thanks. <laughs> okay, so the five of you are rocking back and forth in a rowboat that is slowly but steadily drifting towards this wall of mists. Now, every single one of you has been in Ravenloft long enough to know what happens when you go into the mists. I mean, in Vargas's opinion, he's seen what happened to that lady with the dogs. What's a little mist? Pandora is not unfamiliar with the mists. Mm-hmm. And Pandora, the the old woman, did give you the impression that Constantina could help you cross these mists. Right. Pandora looks at the group. And TK, would you like me to describe Pandora? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Describe the woman that is sitting in the boat with them. Yeah, so 
Pandora, as we mentioned, she is wearing heavy plate armor, um, but she moves with ease, and normally she wields her longsword quite well, but maybe not this time. Um, she is tall and has this this face with sunken eyes and pointed nose, bright red hair that's the only really colorful thing about her. Um, she's very pale and has a scar that crosses her lip across her jawline. She says, well, you're an interesting lot. Vasily kind of mocks her under her breast. She's like, you're an interesting lot. Just <laughs> continues to look over to the side. Uh, Mercy is kind of leaning down at the back of the boat uh, that's facing the shore and is like doing a little prayer. And like under her breath, you hear her saying things like, um, so that death may spare her and that she might not rise again. And just praying that death keeps this woman and she doesn't come back to haunt us. Mm-hmm. Uh, Constantina, would you like to try and get the boat through the mists? or Yes. I was also going to ask, does the boat have oars or anything to steer? Or are we just like letting yep. it It go? does have oars. Okay. I take an oar and I want to um, steer us as quickly as possible toward the mist. Okay. And the, the boat rights itself and it begins to dive and cleanly cut towards that mist through the water and you can hear uh the distant barking of those dogs along the river's edge and angry men as they they wave their torches and and even fire a couple of shots from their crossbows into the water futilely you're already out of their reach i would like to make a rude gesture absolutely uh we'll go <laughs> ahead and say that's a nat 20 so go ahead <laughs> <laughs> like, or like a jerk off motion as like crossbow it misses I'm like, <laughs> it's like the corner of Vasily's mouth quirks up into like an approving smile yeah. way, to, way to waste a crossbow bolt loser and yeah. shot LeBron like. <laughs> I mean fantasy LeBron yeah. fantasy LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> who taught you how to shoot plebeian god um, okay Constantina how would how do you get across the mists? So I've only traveled to the mist by myself, and I just know that I feel a sense of of peace as I pass through it, mm-hmm. and I just kind of step into it and I let it absorb me. But truthfully, I have no idea how it works for non Vistana. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I it occurs to me that I that something bad would happen to them. Mm-hmm. Now, many clans of Vistani have different ways of passing through the mist. They all have different talents. There are some of them even that courier passengers through the mist. And uh, you know that some of them have potions, some of them have torches, some of them have magical vardos, and some of them have lanterns. Um, I do not know if I possess a lantern, but... I there, have... there is a lantern that is hanging on the boat. Oh, okay, good. Um, I was like, Ugh, but I'm a <laughs> I will need you to do an Arcana check to know the power word or a history check, as it will be a Vistani word. It's the same, I guess. Uh, Sixteen. Yeah, absolutely. You, you do know the power word. It comes to you in a way that is almost like a memory when you when you see that lantern. So tell me what the ritual is to light that lantern and get you across the mists. So I, let's see, I take out my candle. Mercy, can you make fire? Uh, I can. Will you um, light my candle? 
Come um, on, baby. Yeah, like, and like oh, Mercy's like trying a few times to prestigitate a tiny flame and messes up a couple times and like starts sweating. Um, and then she makes like a teeny flame that eventually draws up the wax and grows. And with the candle, I open the little, I'm assuming it's like a lantern with a little candle mm-hmm. inside of it. Oh, yeah. Um, so I open it and I light the wick and I shut the door. In my, in my clan, we tr- pass through the mist by stating our purpose, by stating intention. So mm-hmm. um, I, I say that I, I want to find a place of safety for me and my friends. You, you whisper into this lantern, you whisper this prayer, this hope, this, this strange dream for a young Vistana, isn't it? To, to feel safety and security. What, what an interesting wish. But it's definitely one that's been planted in your heart since childhood. And when you whisper this into the lantern, there is a song in your head. And this song at first is a dull note that hums at the back of your brain. And then the notes arch and a crescendo begins, beckoning you into those mists. And what was a lilting lullaby has become frantic and frenetic. And the lantern in your hands trembles with the force as your body is twisting, forcing this circle of magical light to illuminate the western side of this boat. And this entire boat follows your motion without even touching those oars. And something sings inside of you. This is the way. This is the way. Come home. Come home. I think my eyes are closed at this point, so I am going to um, just... I, I feel that effect, and I'm going to let it guide... Me as I continue to uh, use the oars uh, toward the mist. And as you are letting this lantern lead you through the mists, this river starts to churn and it boils beneath this wooden rowboat. And it starts to toss it like a toy through these soupy mists. And Mercy, you can smell the crackle of electricity in the air as your silver gauntlet starts vibrating violently, as though it's going to shake itself to pieces. Oh no. And Pandora, your armor begins to creak and buckle audibly as these mists start to press on the boat like a living creature, and tendrils snake under your arms, and each of you is buffeted by the wind. And there is something strange happening in your brain, Vasily. Were you born in Darkon? I thought I was. You thought you were, but were you born in Darkon? She's just kind of thinking very, very hard, and she can't remember anymore. Everything that seemed familiar doesn't. And your memories begin to return to you in this flash of movement, in this blooming aurora that surrounds you, these festival of lights that materialize in the wrist, mist that's rolling over this river's surface. And these figures are dancing in a circle around the rowboat. And the rush chanting is punctuated by the roar of thunder, A blurred body is racing across the waves, and it halts on these impossibly long, spindly legs. And it turns towards you with a silver light that glows in its left eye. Its mouth opens so wide, so impossibly wide, so full of darkness, and it screeches as lightning strikes, loud enough to shake your skull, and vanishes before your eyes. Do we all see this, or just... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> did just, we all see that just Vasily as her oh, memories God, I would have had a yeah. no yeah. no just just Vasily as her memories begin to return to you now you see something else don't you Vargas 
don't see anything. I don't see shit. I don't see shit. <laughs> because I feel like this, there's a warm pinprick of lamp oil, isn't there? That oh. drifts in on the breeze. And there's this smell of wood gas that's overwhelming. But you're feeling a regular chill in your arm that's leaving through your fingertips. And suddenly you are overwhelmed with the sensation of fire in your hand. And it licks up your arm and it swallows you to the shoulder. And you feel that heat clawing at your face and it drags its fingers down your cheeks. And then it's gone. I'll um, put my... So I, I wear a glove on one hand, like a leather, like a nice leather riding glove on one hand. Mm -hmm. Like covertly, like like uh, stick my like ungloved hand like up my sleeve just a little. I will visibly sweat. Now, Constantina, you don't hear. Well, you do hear, but you don't see or feel anything. Instead, this song becomes the sound of breaking glass. And it becomes the sound of hushed whispers and raised voices in a fever pitch. Mm. And there's a taste of spiced wine in your mouth. And it sets your teeth swimming. And suddenly you feel your vision fade. And your body is sinking into the warm bed of the mists. And I need mercy to make me an athletics check. To catch Constantina as she lurches forward oh. and nearly falls in the water. Don't feel me now. Uh, rolled a four, so I got a three. Okay. <laughs> Pandora, would you like to try? Yeah. An athletics check, you said? Yep. That's a 23. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Uh, as Mercy reaches forward to catch Constantina, it is Pandora's sure arm that catches Constantina. She sags forward, and this boat that has been lurching back and forth on this river starts to spin and 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 spin. And you can all feel yourselves tossing and turning on these waves and nearly falling out of this boat until you are not in mists anymore. Now it's just calm, quiet river that is lapping against the edge of a moonlit bank. No dock, no Darkon. Mercy leans over the edge of the boat and starts retching. Fair. Uh, vomiting is a free action, so if anybody would like to do that. <laughs> uh, Vargas is a sympathy puker, but the deal is a sympathy puker, so she, uh, he'll just like like take a like a silk kerchief out and just like cough into it uh, to try and keep himself from puking in a very ungentlemanly like fashion. Mm -hmm. Also, uh, Hadil is sweating. This is scary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys are doing great. We're not even to any scary parts. What? <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> we only had someone eaten by dogs. It's not scary yet. I mean, so yeah. did the beginning of Willow, which I shamelessly ripped off for this, so... Constantina is kind of laid across Pandora's lap, and Pandora is, like, tapping her face to wake her up. I'm gonna pretend to be out for, like, another second longer. Okay. Just because it's kind of nice, and then <laughs> it's nice to feel supported. Yeah, it's I. I don't think that Constantina has regularly felt, um, you know, kind of cared for in this way. Constantina is exhausted. I sit up wearily. You fainted. Well, that was exciting. I've never done that before. So pure. You're <laughs> having fun. This is terrible. Well, where are we? I mean, I know that we went through the mist, but I usually don't know where I end up on the other side. Do you do, you do this often? Well, that's how Vistana travel across 
of the dummy plane, so it's not, um, you know, a new development, but I usually um, just kind of let it take me where it needs to take me. Well, I just mean, do you see awful, scary things in the water that open their mouths and possibly wide and then things are awful? Does that happen to you all the time? Because I don't was know there, if we can hang out anymore. Was there a creature in the water? What are yes. you talking about, Vasily? Yeah, what, what creature? I, de- I definitely saw something. I think we would have all seen it. It's a quite small boat. What are you trying to say? Well, did I you guess. hear the music or taste the wine? I mean, no? No. Sick. I'd like to make a perception check to make sure there are no monsters in the water. <laughs> oh, <laughs> let Pandora's with us. I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good job, Pandora. Pandora, your passive perception is enough to notice that there is not really anything in the water. A couple of silver glinting fish. Uh, the water's getting really shallow, though, and it's starting to gently waft you to shore. Uh, there's gravel at the bottom, and the water is clean and clear, unlike where you just left. Hmm. I'm going to grab one of the oars and try to stick it in the gravel and pull us up onto the bank. Oh yeah, you do that easily. It takes no effort. So beefy. Strunk girl. <laughs> Strunk girl. Okay, yeah, you pull up onto the the banks very easily. It's a full moon. It's pretty easy to see everything, what with the the full moon. The lantern has been extinguished, though, and the candle, like, just burned down to a nub. I pocket the rest of it. Yeah, absolutely. What do we see on the shore here? As you step onto the shoreline, you see uh, large boulders. This seems to be some manner of lake. There's a lot of trees. Unlike the late autumn where you left, uh, this seems like maybe early summer here. All of the trees are full with green, green leaves. Um, there are little flowers that dot the paths. It's beautiful. It's verdant. It is, uh, it is not where you left. You have passed successfully through the mists. Mercy walks up to Vasily, who was rambling about something that no one else saw. Um, she's worried about her friend. Um, so she walks up to Vasily and like leans her forehead with her horn against your forehead, like really close in your personal space. Um, and she says, it's okay. Let me in. And she casts detect thoughts on you to try to see if she can see what you saw. Well, I will say the first thing that you're hit with is Vasily really being uncomfortable with your puke breath because you just got done puking. <laughs> I did. <laughs> this is the real horror. <laughs> Raven loved! <laughs> and then from there, I, I don't know, would, would that allow Mercy to see what I had seen? Yeah, absolutely. If that is in your surface thoughts, then... Oh, yeah. 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 That's like running through my mind over and over. It's just like the face with the mouth opening and possibly wide mm-hmm. over and over. And with all of that, you also get the sense of recognition. These are not hallucinations. These are memories. Mercy will just abruptly let go of Vasily and stumble back and just let everybody know it's true. She saw something and see Miss Memories, the, the past, perhaps. And I'll just describe them to everybody. Would I have an idea of what this terrifying creature is? Mm, yeah, make me an arcana check. There's a chance. You went to arcane college, so... Mm-hmm. Fresh out of school, but I didn't pay attention. Er, 14. 
It just seems like some manner of terrible experiment. Mercy's just shook. Shook. Staying away from Vasily a little bit. Is is being shook a free action? <laughs> That's a Use reaction. My bonus action to be shook. <laughs> reaction. <laughs> okay. Um, let me just check something real super quick. Nikolai, you want to roll a stealth for me? Just send it to me. Send it to me uh, in secret. So the group of you, the boat has come to shore. What would you like to do? The land is very level here. There's no real rises. It's mostly densely populated forest. Uh, it seems that you've come across like a meadow clearing. So, okay, let me see. Uh, can I like listen for like dogs just in case? Yeah, absolutely. If, paranoid boy. If you would like to, if you would like to do perception, absolutely do yes, that. Yes, I would. It don't matter. It's a one. <laughs> you do not hear any dogs. Only the echoes of dogs inside your own mind. Yeah, yeah no, I ain't hear shit. You, but you I hear like this only song. paranoia. <laughs> I feel like Vasily would be pretty quick to get away from the water. She'd be cool about it and just try to play it off like she's just mad. But she mm-hmm. like arms crossed, gets out of the boat, and the land a little quickly. Okay, just- yeah, absolutely. What about the rest of you? I want to follow Vasily to get off the boat, and we'll get I off just the boat as well. All right. I I cast message at Vasily. Are you okay? Was that traumatic? I'm fine. I'll be fine. Can I insight check? <laughs> yeah, you can absolutely insight check. Uh, Vasily, would you like to use persuasion or deception? Mm, deception. Okay. So do I counter check yes. that? All right. Twenty-five. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm very insightful. Yeah. You don't have to tell me what you got, Vasily. You only have to tell me what she learns. She learns that Vasily is very angry with a, with a tinge of being frightened. Just a tinge. I'm sorry, truly. For- yeah, whatever. And she just, like, walks further onto the land. That's fine. I let her. Uh, Pandora? Um, does Pandora know where she's supposed to meet her contact? Just that there is a contact somewhere around there, here? You know that you have a contact waiting for you in Harmonia, if you are where you are supposed to be. Hmm. I'd like to make a survival check to figure out which way Harmonia is. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, so you're basically trying to find a city? I mean, yeah, like we're on this riverbank. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, we just went through the mist and ended up in a totally different season. Oh yeah, absolutely. I have no idea which way north is yet. Okay, so you're you're basically trying to find some semblance of uh, civilization that will lead you to like a village or somewhere that can tell yeah. you where you are. Yeah, sure. Give me a survival check. Absolutely. That's a nineteen. Oh yeah. What you see is you see a sort of worn hunting trail, and there's no carts, there are no wagons, there's not even horse tracks in it. But it looks like a, a footpath that has been following game trails. And that is the only path that you can see. So there you go. With your with your yeah. beautiful elven eyes. So Pandora turns to the group and she says, I'm Pandora. I'm here to hunt vampires. And none of you seem like vampires to me. So if you wish to travel together, I'm headed to Harmonia. Auntie's Harmonia. It's a city here. I've never been. I would very much like to go to Harmonia with you. And I also show you my teeth so you can see that I'm not a vampire. (laughs) Um, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) 
Pandora's blushing just a little bit. (laughs) Constantina, when you hear the word Pandora, there's like a a bell that sounds inside of your chest. And like you can feel like this this resounding aura like come out of you. It's like a pulse through you that says, yes, come home. Oh, uh, great. I think we we are where we are supposed to be. I just say out of nowhere because no one knows what just happened. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, this is all right. Going according to plan. Well, you seem to know where we are and you seem to know what you're doing. And we are totally lost. Uh, so we should we should follow her. Right, Vasily? Sure. We have got nothing better to do. I literally don't know where I am right now. Don't know who I am, where I came from, what that thing was. So why not? You two are so cute. <laughs> and then I just walk over to Vargas. <laughs> I saw something in the woods. There was a lady behind you, a ghost. Is there something you've not told us? I would like to deny everything. <laughs> I'd like to roll deception to deny any sort of ghost. Mercy, would you like to roll insight or would you like to take it at face value? I already see that you are rolling your dice. So I would like to try. <laughs> it's okay, I believe you. <laughs> I'm going to say I rolled an 18 and my deception is plus 10. Damn. I forgot. (laughs) It's so high. I do sometimes just see ghosts. It must have, it must have not been related to you. I apologize for the accusation. Um, Vargas would like to put his hand on Mercy's shoulder, his, his gloved clean hand on the shoulder and be like, I thank you for looking out for me. It's it's a new sensation. You're incredibly kind. I, and he'll lower his voice like just so, and like it's, like, probably uncomfortably close, but it's like... My vomit breath. Oh, no, I, <laughs> I didn't even notice. Oh. Like, wink. Um, so romantic. Yeah, he, and he'll go, like, if I can share a secret with you, I deal in ghosts, but I'm a little bit afraid of ghosts, so I appreciate you watching my back. Oh, well, if you're afraid of ghosts, it's totally okay hanging out with Jigisas. No ghosts related to us or following us. It even, is fine. Even if a hundred ghosts could be following us, I know I would be perfectly safe in your hands. Is a hundred uh, the limit? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he'll go for you. Any amount is fine. Right, Mercy takes out like a little notebook and like <laughs> just, <I don't> know, <laughs> infinity ghosts, ghosts like. <laughs> Okay. Thumbs up emoji drop. <laughs> yeah. The bottom of it is just like Mercy Heart Vargas forever. <laughs> Mercy Blackstone. Oh, Mercy Blackstone is a dope name. That is pretty dope. That's a good name. Yes, we have to get is, married now. It is a good name. Have to. Ravenloft wedding. <laughs> so people tune in for. Okay, so the group Beetle of Beetlejuice you- wedding. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I got excited about that. Sorry. I'm actually pretty excited about that too now. I'm like, okay, whatever this game was about, it's about that wedding now. Okay. So are you traveling to Harmonia? Are you following the game trail? Yeah. So as you are traveling through these woods, now it's very brightly um, lit until you get into the woods where the density of the leaves kind of soaks up most of that moonlight. Are you lighting torches, lanterns? candle hats 
I'm a lot of candle right now, guys. I, I have think, night vision. I think only one of you doesn't have night vision. Mercy will use her prestidigitation to light a torch. Okay. And awesome. I shall hand it to Constantina. And I would love to also know marching order. No reason. Uh, I mean, clearly the lady with the huge sword should be. Yeah, Pandora's fine marching marching down okay. the road, and she has she has dark vision. Who's number two? Uh, I will be, because I'm, I'm really eager to get to Harmonia. Oh, excellent. Who's number three? That mean? Why'd, you say, why'd they say it like that? What? Harmonia. <laughs> excellent. Oh, no, it is excellent. Scared of everything. No, don't be scared. Who's third? I think Vargas. Oh, Vargas. Oh, Vargas. Okay, that's one of my favorite numbers. Okay, who's number four? I like that uh, number. I'll be number four. And I then will. I'll be uh, at the back, but also kind of trying to walk and talk with Vasily. Awesome. I'm just asking her questions like, could, like about what her former life could have been. Awesome. So we have like a little AC sandwich. I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So as you're walking through this forest and you can hear, it's very lively. It's very unlike where you just left drifting out in uh, Darkon, where almost all of the animals had pretty much vacated this premises except for a couple of ravens because of the Red Widows that had taken over the town. Now, as you walk through these forests, you can hear weasels in the undergrowth. You can hear all manner of rodents. Uh, songbirds are sort of sleepily just chirping in the trees. And you can you can even hear a couple of the bushes sort of uh, rustle with the sound of deer nearby. This is apparently a very um, lively hunting trail. And it doesn't take very long for you to get from the game trail to what is a more proper road. Uh, and this road is less gravel, more hard-packed earth, and there are wagon ruts with uh, high grass between the wheel ruts in them. Um, but you can tell that it is well-traveled. Uh, you can tell that the, the earth is very packed from the feet. There's not a lot where it comes to horses here. I would like everybody to go ahead and give me perception, except for Pandora, since everybody else is, has the lower... Perception. I got so good. I got a twenty. Okay. Ooh, I got a twenty-one. Nineteen. Okay. Whatever, Kayla. (laughs) I did it. Seven. Okay, Constantina. Well, you know, you do have human eyes, and that makes sense. Um, (laughs) You are a lesser being. No, I I didn't mean it. Okay, okay, look. I've been through a lot this evening. Okay. Uh, Yeah, you've had a hard day. So, Mercy, Vasily, Vargas, Pandora, all of you do notice that there are horses that are tethered along the main road, and that there are a couple packs slung over it, and Vasily and Mercy, you have the sort of tiefling infravision, and you can see between those trees that there is a, a campsite set out, and that is what you see. There are, there are probably three or four tents, and a campfire that has burnt out. You can see the the heat from the embers between the trees. Uh, what time of day is it? It's Do nighttime. You... Nighttime. Okay. Clear um, clear sky. You can see the moon overhead. You can see tons of stars in constellation patterns that you don't quite recognize. Perhaps they are sleeping. I would like to to say that while we were walking, Vosley probably took the gauntlet from Mercy and has been tinkering with it because it went a little haywire on the boat, didn't it? It is veered. And yeah. It sparked. 
So she's like tinkering with it and sees this and, and hands it back to Mercy and just kind of looks around like, should we go see what this is about? Am I able to do any sort of like visual inspection of the horse to see what kind of person would have this? Like if they're like a wealthier person or like more, I don't know, like a more of a bare bones traveler, like somebody of importance, like are the the horses, they have packs on them. Are they like nice leather? Are they just like rickety um, canvas? Yeah. Yeah. Give me like a history or insight will do. Ooh. I will go with the cool history is going to be a negative one. So yeah, boy, I rolled a two. <laughs> what, what'd you get for insight well i rolled a three and it's plus one so four <laughs> uh four is enough to tell you that it is a horse cool and <laughs> that, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna look back to the group yeah. horses they can afford a horse you could determine that yeah. yes they have a horse the saddle has been taken off of it that is it mercy feels like we're being creepy just like staring at their yeah. camp um so she's gonna call out hello nikolai you're awake, aren't you? And you can see these five people staring at your camp. Yes, I can see that. But they can't see you, can they? No, I rolled pretty high. <laughs> what have you been doing, Nikolai? Uh, Nikolai has been out with some some of his uh, traveling buds, uh, just hunting, doing normal human things. Why does that sound suspicious? <laughs> normal human It doesn't. <laughs> Fellow humans. <laughs> How do you do, fellow kids? And, <laughs> is, and where are you now, Nikolai? Uh, Nikolai is um, just out, out of their line of sight, like hastily throwing his clothes on, sort of like in the nearby bushes as he sees people like coming into the camp area. Not necessary. Said, That's not necessary. We didn't ask him to do that. <laughs> and you see them and hear them long before they call out to you. What do they see? Do you Do you answer them? Um, yeah, once they call out, Nikolai will step through into their line of sight, and they see really good-looking fella. He's got <laughs> dark black hair tied back, sort of in a low ponytail. Uh, he's got a goatee, and he's uh-huh. smiling at you. Oh. We are smiling back. <laughs> Is this a dating sim? Did I... Um, okay, I guess Constantine did I, and Mercy are. <laughs> did I unknowingly put together a dating sim? I think you did a hot topic dating. Uh, <laughs> Good job, TK. You did it. Cool you did. with it. it. Hot topic bachelor. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Greetings, okay. travelers. Hello. You to the woods. My name is uh, is Mercy, Mercy Albrecht. Um, And this might uh, sound strange, uh, but where are we? We are in Kartakis. Is that where Harmonia is? Oh, I'm I'm familiar with Harmonia. What business do you have there? I'm meeting a contact of mine. And I would like to use my divine sense again, because this boy is very handsome. Nikolai, how close are you to Pandora? Um, if they're in the campground, pretty close because it's not a huge camp area, so probably okay. like twenty. How feet. does how does Nikolai act when he introduces himself to this group? Um, he's uh, pretty friendly. He tries to just be a bit of a gentleman, but he's also a little bit wary of strangers who happened upon his camp mm-hmm. at night. Mm-hmm. Fair, okay. <laughs> and as he up. as he gets close enough for you to examine Pandora, you he smells like the woods, but. There's no strange aura. Um, there, there does seem to be a strange aura, aura coming from his tent, but other than that, no. There's like this, 
the smallest whiff of sulfur. Maybe he has come into t contact with a devil at some point. Who knows? But he himself, not fiendish, not undead, not celestial. And Pandora announces, well, he's not a vampire. He's not a vampire. Of course oh. I'm not a vampire. I'm going to start telling you that they're not vampires and tell you nothing else. He's <laughs> <laughs> not a vampire, but he is Asmodeus. <laughs> he smells like the woods and... In like a he's been camping and has it bathed way or in like a good way? In like, he smells like a bonfire and I don't smells know. Like a what does he smell actually. like Nikolai? <laughs> what does he smell like? Does he smell like a like an outdoors model? Yeah. <laughs> smells like a boyfriend candle. Yeah, I was gonna say that. <laughs> he smells like a Dick's Sporting Goods catalog model. <laughs> oh no, accidental sponsorship. <laughs> Look, we're not sponsored by Dick's Sporting Goods, but if you want to do that. I need some new hiking stuff, please. Yeah. Email me, Dick Sporting. REI. Desperate. That shit is expensive. Okay, so you meet Nikolai. Nikolai, these strangers are in your camp. They they want to go to Harmonia. You know, having been to Harmonia, that the gates are closed. And that it's about six hours walk from where you are. Well, you want to go to Harmonia, but it's nighttime. I would recommend getting some rest first and trying in the morning. I don't know that you'll be able to get in, but I can point you in the right direction. Why wouldn't we be able to get in? I mean, it's nighttime. They don't, it's a thing. Don't worry about it. We'll be able to get in in the morning. I, if you have a contact there, it's worth checking out, I suppose. I think we should ask you for the night if our new friend, Nikolai, would allow us to stay in his camp. You can stay here, but I'm going to have to, I mean, I'm going to have to keep an eye on you. Nothing personal. I just, I don't know you. I have some people with me and we'll, we'll sleep in shifts just to keep an eye. Who's with you? Uh, just some of uh, some of my hunting party. We came out here, as I mentioned earlier, to hunt. Insight check. Yeah, to hunt what? Damn it, I rolled a one again. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds legit. Lots of people hunt in the woods. No, but Vasily legitimately asked, what? To hunt what? Um, yeah, Vargas is like, you know, gentlemanly, and he also wants to, I, I rolled a seven. He's like, oh, what, what's what's the game like in this area? Oh, you didn't see the, I mean, deer, wild animals? Mostly deer. What? Well, Forest thing? had a particular sport of choice, you know? Would you like to go hunting with us? The, I mean, the yes. deer is in season. That could be fun. Now? No. Oh, no. Not at night. No. Okay. So are you bedding down for the night? I can take a first watch. Like to get some rest because I am still a little injured from. So am I. Yes, Marcus has just been bleeding this whole time. I really haven't. My my hit points have been at eighteen out of thirty eight. So I I could do with a wee little little nippy nap. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Vasily doesn't want to to sleep. She's going to to stay up and and watch as well. She does not feel comfortable okay. with this situation. It's too familiar, too fast. This is too weird. Marcy okay. is very happy about these new friends she's made, and she goes to sleep after cleaning the bottom of her dress that got all muddy. All right. And so, are you taking shifts to sleep? Yeah, it sounds like Pandora and Vasily are going to take the first shift. Okay. Are we doing three shifts or just two? I'll be on a shift with Constantino. Sure. Okay, so we'll do Pandora, Vasily. 
And uh, Vargas, are you going to be taking a shift at any point? I will say yes, and I will <laughs> sleep through it. Vargas <laughs> is on Vargas. third shift. <laughs> All right. We also mentioned that like we'll have shifts of our of like Nikolai's people too. Oh yeah, so yeah. Are you taking the same shifts as them, like watching together, or are you taking shifts watching them? Yeah, we'll be. I mean, kind of both. Like we'll okay. be awake during their shifts so that like someone in my party can like keep an eye to make sure these people aren't suspicious are you yourself taking any shifts yes okay. uh, nikolai will take the first shift with the lady in all the armor <laughs> everyone's in love <laughs> roll a d20 I'm... to fall in love yeah, because he likes her because he's suspicious <laughs> it could be both um okay so i would like for Pandora, Vasily, and Nikolai to all roll a perception, and then we'll roleplay a little bit if you two wanted to have chats, or you three wanted to have chats, and then I'll tell you whether you see anything. I got a six. Okay. I got a 20, not natural. Okay. Nikolai? 19. Okay. Nikolai, not only um, are you watching, but you're also kind of listening in on Vasily and Pandora's conversations. Vasily, Pandora, was there anything you wanted to say to each other? Vasily has noticed from the start with Pandora that she looks very tired. And she kind of rummages around. She has a lot of flasks and bottles and stuff kind of attached to her underneath her jacket and everything. And she pulls out one that's like a brown liquid. And she's like, this is something I've been working on. It's, it's made from some beans. You could try to drink this. It might help you feel more awake. I've only tried it a couple times, but it might be all right. You can try it. I appreciate the offer. I don't usually have trouble staying awake. Oh, you kind of look like you do. It's kind of the opposite. Oh, don't want to... Pandora looks away. Okay. (laughs) And Vasily kind of drinks some of the (laughs) liquid. She's just like, okay. Uh, Sorry, I I appreciate the offer. Pandora's like, Oh, God, I offended her and hold out her hand for the flask. <laughs> Vasily's like, I mean, if you don't, if you don't want it, that's totally that's fine with me. Whatever. But she kind of like holds it to the side anyway, so she can take it. I'll try this brew. <laughs> this witch's brew. What does it taste like? Um, It's got kind of a little a smoky, acidic taste, but it's it tastes like she may have sweetened it just a little bit. <laughs> Just, just a tiny bit to kind of bring out that flavor. Important question, like just as an aside, is it is this particular potion um, a suitable drinking temperature for Mercy? I know she has a problem with this. <laughs> well, right now it's it's a little chilly. It's like a it's it, it was okay. it was brewed hot, but now it's cold at this point. It's, but it still tastes very well. It's very nice in, in different temperatures. Does it come in pumpkin spice? <laughs> um, I don't think Vasily's figured that one out yet. This is new. It might have a little side effect where you get a little nauseous if you drink too much of it, but we're working on that. <laughs> I got you. Okay. So, what brings you to Kartakos? I literally have no idea. And Dora's just like, uh, good talk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, here and you perfect. don't know why? I, we were on a boat. I didn't want to be on the boat. Mercy was like, oh, there's these people. It'll be great. And then we got on the boat with them and I saw an awful monster. And then we spun around or something. And now we're here. 
with you. I don't know either of you. I don't know. You could probably murder me. I view death as an, the eternal challenge, so it's fine, but it still wouldn't be great. The eternal challenge? Yes, I kind of, I spend a lot of time figuring out how to defy death. That potion actually started out as an attempt at it. I figured sleep is kind of a diluted form of death, but so I'm trying to kind of avoid ever sleeping, but it doesn't really work out. It, it was a failed, failed experiment, but it, it's still pretty nice for what it is. Interesting. I wouldn't recommend not sleeping. I've tried it. When is the last time that you've slept? Yesterday, more or less. Vasily's kind of of looks you up and down. Does more or less mean? Look, I just don't sleep very well all the time. Okay, well. Or trance, that is. Oh, yeah. Well, what about you? And she looks over at Nikolai. I sleep a normal amount, I suppose. Is this what you do? You talk to people about sleep? Well, I find it very interesting. But also, you seem very suspicious. It could be just because because you know nothing about us and you're letting us sleep in, in your campsite. I find that very concerning. I mean, would you like me to kick you out of my campsite? Kind of. I kind of hate this. <laughs> you don't have to stay here. You can go. I have to stay here because Mer- Mercy is here. I have to stay here. And she well, just kind of deadpan stares at you the whole time. She's got these like creepy black eyes. Like <laughs> she's kind of like, I, I'm assuming there's like a fire and you guys are standing near it, but she's slightly far enough back to where she's kind of in shadow. is not near the fire. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, she's close enough. Like Vasily would be close enough to where there's like creepy shadows. Just... <laughs> <laughs> so what, so you don't know how you got to Kartakis or what you're doing here. So you're, and you don't know Pandora, and you're just going to follow the stranger to Harmonia, and you're upset that I let you in my camp. I mean, I didn't say I was pleased about the other information you just spouted out. I'm pretty sure I said that this is the worst day of my entire life. No, that's fine. I was just making sure that I had everything. Just, yeah, this all seems perfectly normal. I definitely seem like the weird one in this scenario. I agree. I'm glad we're on the same page. It's not like I live in Kartakis, that I'm from here, and that I'm just doing a normal hunting thing. When you put it like that, it does sound suspicious. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. So why are you going to Harmonia? You just have a random contact, and I'm the suspicious one? Do you even know how to get to Harmonia? Oh, well, no, I'm hunting vampires. In Harmonia? What's what's the harmonia part? Oh, that's that's where my contact is. I have an assignment. All right. What did your contact tell you about getting into harmonia? Just that I should meet them there. All right. That's, yeah, I know. It isn't much to go on, is it? This is fine. It's just that there's a lot of other information, like about the gates and the toll to get in. It, it just seems like there's a lot of information that was left out. And I mean, it's there shouldn't be any vampires in harmonia, so I don't know... There shouldn't what? be any vampires anywhere. And Pandora's voice gets a little too loud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. Vasily kind of like takes a step back like, ooh, crazy lady. Look, you seem to know a lot about it. And I I uh, understand your caution with us wandering into your camp at nighttime. Uh, but I'd appreciate any information you could you could give us. I mean, I don't have a lot of information. Like I said, there shouldn't be vampires in her. I... There have been rumors, of course. There are always rumors. But 
there shouldn't be any vampires in Harmonia. It's there's a toll to get in, and you know you're out. So you're clearly outsiders. I don't know that it'll be easy for you to get in. So there's just a lot going on here that it seems like your contact didn't tell you about. What are these rumors? I mean, just the rumors that that you hear about vampires that y- you never see them. You just hear rumors about vampires. When when aren't there rumors about vampires? You never see them if we're doing our job properly. Well, there you go, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so the first shift passes by with, although heated words, no real danger attacking the site. Mercy and Constantina, you take second shift. I need both of you to roll perception. Uh, we'll role play it out and I'll let you know if you see anything. I got a 10. Okay. <laughs> I got a 5. All right, have a conversation if you like. Second shift is always the hardest shift. Did you see anything while you were passing through the mist? Like Vasily did? Uh, my gauntlet, um, the metal uh, sparked. Uh, mm. But that, that's it. Did you see anything? Well, when you were talking about memories, that I put, I put it together that what I was experiencing, like the wine and the music and the, the chaos and the sound of breaking glass was, were memories. I thought that it was just, I don't know, a, a, some sort of vision or, um, or augury, but I think that the mist, uh, caused me to remember some things in my past. So, I, I think now that it has that effect on everybody, and I didn't realize that before. Things you've forgotten. Y- yes, absolutely. I didn't even consider that they were memories until you um, had brought up that that was likely what Vasily experienced. Can I ask you something? Sure. Why was your face on the Vaunted poster in Darkon? Truthfully, I, I don't know, but I have some suspicions. I went to Darkon to uh, meet with a group of people who who share my values, who share my vision for for the realms um, of, of freedom and, and purpose and where, where no one can uh, overrule anyone else and everyone lives in, in harmony. And um, so I came to Darkon because I had received a letter from someone um, from an organization called uh, the Matchbook Menagerie. And... When I got to Darkon, I knew that I was being followed, and I kept seeing maps in, in the alleyway, so I never went to, to the meeting. And then, all of a sudden, my face is everywhere. So I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I was framed. I don't know if I have forgotten something that I've done. I, I truthfully don't, don't know. Leaf you. You talk about freeing the, uh, the mace. Are you talking about, and Mercy kind of like looks both ways and like leans in really close to Constantina and says, are you talking about dark lords? Yes, truthfully, anyone who wields their power over other people, uh, dark lords, uh, burgomasters, um, I mean, just anyone who prevents somebody else from living the free life that they are entitled to live. Um, is really my my purpose, but it goes you mean, all the way to the top. Our whole realm is familiar with dark lords, but to me, they are one symptom in a larger problem. Mercy kind of clutches your arm as she's leaning in, um, and her claws 
uh, start to dig into your flesh a little bit as she clings to you. And she almost seems a little bit crazed. And she asks, have you killed a Dark Lord? I know. I have never really killed anyone unless it was something that was attacking me directly. Um, so, uh, no. And to be honest, I don't like to solve problems with violence because that's what the oppressors do. They use violence as, as their tool. And I believe that there is a better way to cunning and, and compromise. But at some point, I guess the Dark Lords aren't, <laughs> they can't be compromised with. But um, no, not yet. Is that something that you desire? Uh, Mercy kind of comes back to her senses and lets go of your arm. And she says, oh, no, of course not. I would never use violence against a Dark Lord. Not me. No. Um, And she kind of looks in the other direction, avoiding your gaze. I definitely don't believe you, but I'm not going to roll an insight check because I can tell that Mercy has some as a secret, and I think that we are all entitled to our secrets. The second shift passes quicker than you wish to. You nod off a couple of times, but you feel like it's been a very comfortable shift. Honestly, there's not been too much in the woods, and the other people who are in the hunting party, um, they all have sort of a a noble air about them. Uh, Of all of them, they're all dark-haired. They are all strong-jawed, straight-nosed, not quite interchangeable, but fairly fairly handsome hunting people. Mixture of men and women. There's something about them that implies a certain nobility in their looks. And when they switch shifts with Nikolai and the rest, they don't really acknowledge you. It's as though they already expected you to be in the camp, even though you never see Nikolai speak to them to give them any instruction. Third shift. Vargas. How does your shift go? Uh, I, do I need to roll you an inside check for this? You tell me. Do you fall asleep? No. Even if these people seemed a little wealthier and like nobility, Vargas would still be slightly uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So let's see. Insight. Oh. oh, I'm sorry. It's perception, but... Perception. Hold on. It was still be 12. Okay. Vargas, there's not really anybody to talk to. The, the nobility go to bed. You are the only person on watch. The night goes by slowly. You are left uh, there with your thoughts beside the fire. What's going on? What's going through your mind, Vargas? Um, uh, am I the, am the only one on watch? There's no... Uh, you are the only person on watch. Do I see anything valuable hanging out? Like bags or anything like that? Actually, yeah. do I see any... Just bags. I just want to go Yeah, down. you see some ba- saddlebags. Um, I would like to very carefully just take a little peek. Absolutely. Uh, go through and then roll me a d4. Nikolai, write down four things and then tell Vargas what he finds. I rolled a three. Now, in the meantime, you are surrounded by the sound of life in this forest as the sun is beginning to rise and the horses are getting pretty restless by the road. And for the first time, you're seeing this landscape illuminated uh, beneath these these warm pinks and yellows and these sort of sherbet oranges. Uh, The dawn easily touches the base of the forest floor and you could hear small animals sort of rooting along the undergrowth. Uh, you can hear the, the horses sort of pawing at the road. But other than that, and the, the sort of see-through mist 
not much else. You do, in that saddlebag, find a, a, a lovely pelt. Um, this is obviously a noble accessory. Uh, it's very soft, um, and it's been expertly tanned on the inside. It's, a, it's an otter that you can just drape around your shoulders if you so desire. I'm just going to give it like a once-over. I want to try and not necessarily like memorize what it looks like, but kind of familiarize myself, like what it feels like, what is particularly special about this, and then I'm just going to put it back. All right. I just want to know that they have it. Uh, was there anything else you'd like to do during your shift as you sit there um, with your thoughts? Other than be nosy and sit with my thoughts, that's, that's, I just kind of, actually, am I able to kind of step away from camp and look around a little bit, like kind of get a lay of what the land is going to look like yep. during the day? We are, we are making an assumption that it's 12 hours. So if you guys went to bed at nine, you're going until nine to wake up. So let's say you have four hours by yourself, a short rest's worth, to wander around camp if you so desire. Well, I'll just wander around, see if I can learn anything about the this particular group of nobility that's going on this hunt. Like maybe look yeah. for some crests or documents with names on it. Mm -hmm. All of the saddlebags have the same uh, shape sewn into the sides, which is the head of a snarling wolf. Okay. Uh, do I find any like documentation, like a hunting permit with a name on it? No, you don't find anything like that. Okay. Nothing with names. You can see a couple saddlebags, uh, and, and these hunting bags don't seem like something that would be worn around town. It's very rustic. It's very torn and tattered. You do find as you go through a couple of the saddlebags that there are several changes of clothes, like even a little unreasonable for nobility to be wearing. And how far away from camp do you wander? Do you just stay in camp? I won't wander too far. I'll say like I can still see the camp. If any, if I was to see something pop up on the road, I could still like dash back to camp. I'll say like 15 feet. I walk like 15 feet perimeter. Okay, yeah. As you as you pass through the undergrowth, after having gone through all the saddlebags and everything, as you pass through the undergrowth and you sort of pick your way over ferns and upturned stones, you hear the, the dulcet tones of a sort of babbling brook. Okay. I will go a little closer to it. Okay. As you, as you approach this brook, uh, you can see that there uh, appear to be uh, a couple of ravens that have started picking their way along the side of this, this stream. And as you follow these ravens and they start to hop along the stream, you see that there is an entire group of them, about maybe 20, that have all converged on one single spot. Would I know that that's odd for an entire... Uh, what was it? A disappointment of ravens, like a like a 20, like a whole group. Even in Ravenloft, twenty is a lot of ravens. I'm gonna take a closer look. Careful, because um, birds creep me out. This group of uh, birds is about mm, fifteen, twenty feet ahead of you. So as you pick your way along the stream bed, uh, stepping over where the trickles are beginning to become these sort of rushing rivulets, uh, these ravens all seem to turn their heads at you in one movement and then pick up and crash through the trees and fly away leaving the body of a young woman beside that brook. Oh, I will 
I'm going to cast Invisibility on myself. And as you are casting Invisibility and your fingers are moving in that familiar pattern, you start to hear rustling in the undergrowth behind you. And that is where we will end for tonight. for listening to Tales from the Mist. If you enjoyed what you heard, find more at talesfromthemist.com or at MistTalesDnd on Twitter, where you'll also find links to our Discord community and much more. Tales from the Mist returns to twitch.tv slash dnd every Friday night at 6pm Pacific Time, beginning August 9th, 2019. Sleep well, Mistwalkers!